Hi everyone, I'm Maru. I'm so excited to introduce my first interview guest and a rising star in the Chicago flea market scene. As the founder and host of the Get Flea Market, Samuel LePage has created a community hub for young entrepreneurs and makers to showcase their unique finds and creations. Her market has quickly become a driving force in the city's DIY scene, inspiring a new generation of creatives to turn their hobbies into businesses. Sammy is also a student at DePaul University, demonstrating her impressive ability to balance her academic pursuits with her entrepreneurial drive. I can't wait to learn more about her passion for unique finds and the influence the Get Flea Market is having on the DIY culture in Chicago. So in your own words, how would you describe the Get Flea Market? You've described it even better than I could. You've called it like <laughs> hub of um, arts and young people sharing their creativities and such. So I started at 18 years old in my backyard. I knew that a lot of my friends were like the pop sellers and and or were creating art and like kind of wanted to start selling it at that point and didn't really have a way how to at all. And so um, <clears throat> get flea market started as like a physical platform for them to sell their clothes in the non-traditional way, uh, such as like in person. And then uh, after it was in my backyard, we, well, I got a venue for us because it was pretty cold in Chicago and like COVID was still kind of going on. So I just wanted to like create an like even safer space, you know, everyone had their masks and <clears throat> were very like healthy about it. Um, but yeah, I was able to create a, like, a, a safe environment for people to be able to sell in. And that was very important to me. Yeah, especially during COVID, it, there was so much need for safe spaces and safe spaces that were COVID conscious to, for people to just get together and, you know, like you said, sell their art. So that's great that you also took the initiative to make sure that that was something that you amplified for the Get Flea Market that it was a space not only for young people to share their art, but it was also safe and conscious of, you know, the global pandemic going on. Mm -hmm. And not only the pandemic, just like over the years, it's been just kind of a safe space for people to feel comfortable in, you know, where it's not too mm -hmm. dominated by like adults. Maybe you don't feel comfortable in that environment. It's more so like that student ran kind of organization. Uh, so how did you first get interested in fashion and entrepreneurship so by the time i was 18 i pretty much acquired so many clothes from the thrift store and just like being a person that's interested in fashion in general and being able to kind of wear whatever i wanted in like high school because i, I came from a school with uniforms freshman year and so i felt very uh you know, not able to express myself at that school. And so when I when I transferred onto my next school, I felt finally I was able to kind of fill my closet with things that like brought me joy and kind of like became like one of the only people that like felt very comfortable at the time wearing whatever they wanted to school. And I know that inspired a lot of like the younger people that came after me.
so yeah and then i could i knew i could start get flea market kind of by myself in the sense where i could sell all of my clothes but soon after my first event like in my backyard i realized that like selling clothes was not my niche and that giving the other people the opportunity to have their things presented was so much more like beneficial in my heart to um, allow them to have a safe space to sell their things. That's great. That's really cool how you were able to realize that something wasn't specifically for you all the way. Like, uh, as you mentioned, that your niche wasn't really in selling clothes, but it was in building community and bringing people together in a space where you know, everybody could share their own unique interests and hobbies, but also um, being able to start their own businesses, which is amazing. Um, could you speak a little bit more about how you believe Get Flea has contributed to the visibility of growing businesses um, and entrepreneurs and independent vendors? Yeah, well, it's more so showing the youth that there is no age limit to do these things that are their dreams. Or like I like to say, it, it's like there is no age limit to success. You can start as young as you want to. And some people don't know that. So it is just a matter of showing them that it is possible and that you don't need a degree. You don't need anything at all to kind of just start and start your life up on your own. And that's an independence that not everyone has, but that a lot of people are willing to pursue because, you know, eventually, you know, you're going to have to grow up and do things on your own. Yeah, that's really great. I, I really like that concept that by creating this space, you're not only creating a space for, you know, the present people who are trying to, you know, find that, um, you know, market themselves or trying to get the word out about what they're selling or who they are, but you're also creating an avenue for future people, future generations who want to do the same to do so. And um, um, thinking about, go ahead. Well, yeah, just believing in, in everyone as well as like, I've had many people who have never sold at a show or pop-up event before come to me and say like, hey, I've never done this before, but I'm super interested. And I, I'll tell them, you know, like the basics of like, Make sure you know um, how much to price things at so that you're able to make up for your spot fee and like those logistical things. But not only that, as soon as they're done selling at their first market, they're like, wow, I didn't know this was possible. And I'm so glad that I participated. That's awesome. How does it make you feel to kind of hear that feedback from from people in the community? No, it feels, it feels amazing. And I just want to give that opportunity to as many people as I possibly can. That's amazing. Um, thinking about, you know, Get Flea as a event space or as a space where people can come together, in, in my eyes, it's a very, um, just a process of you putting it together. It very, it, it very is like, the epitome of kind of like the DIY do-it-yourself, um, you know, thought process and concept. How would you kind of describe um, the DIY scene in Chicago in your eyes? And um, after that, we can kind of go into how what you think about um, is the Get Flea Market's position within that scene? Yeah, um, I'd say the DIY market in Chicago has always 
thrived and if you compare it to new york and la it's better in the sense where you have more opportunity to shine because there is like a less density of people so you're not competing as hard as you would in maybe new york or la you are more so being the star of the show because of the lack of competition there is competition it's just not as like heavy-handed as in other places so everyone who wants to pursue any sort of arts I recommend they stay in Chicago so that they can be that star and not have to compete with people who moved somewhere that's not like where they grew up. Like, and being able to represent where you grow up, it, it's just a beautiful thing to be able to do. So yeah, I recommend like people like stay in Chicago for that scene so that we can all grow it together as a community. I love how you said that. That's amazing. As somebody myself who's like, been thinking about moving out from Chicago to pursue arts. I think that that's a really great point that you bring up that um, the art scene in Chicago is still growing and it still isn't as saturated as other markets, you know, around the country. So there, you know, as much as somebody might, you know, starting come in and be like, there's so many people here, there is still room for more and for, for more growth and more community. So that's a really great point that you brought up. And I kind of wanted to go into um, you know, how you feel the Gap Flea market fits into the landscape, um, into the, you know, evolving culture within Chicago. Yeah, well, I I'm not sure how much I could speak on its impact on the culture, um, but I can speak on, like, um, other pop-up markets, because that's, like, what I'm a little bit more about, and I I know that like pop-up markets are somewhat territorial. So let's say, you know, it's Pilsen Art Fest. They're able to help their community thrive in Pilsen and like continue that on. And so, so are the like um, kind of suburban markets. There's like Illinois Vintage Fest and things of that nature. And they're able to showcase, you know, people of their area. And so forget flea market on that. I'm trying to capture more so like the hub of Chicago, so more so like the city downtown itself, so that it doesn't matter if you're from up north, down south, or west or east, like you'll be able to participate just as equally and kind of have those equal eyes um, on you from all around the city. Hmm. That's awesome. I really like that as well. Um, thinking about it as you know, Chicago is a very segregated city and we can see that within the, you know, the transportation system as well. So for you to purposely and intentionally try to find spots that most people can access, I think that's a really, really great way to um, not only just bring more people to the, to the market, but have it just be as accessible as you can make it. Um, Accessibility has been one of my top priorities since um starting it for sure that's great uh do you mind speaking a bit more on kind of your processes or what has gone into that process of access making the market accessible yeah like for example my first uh market was in uh logan square and i've always considered logan square like a little bit north chicago but not too far not too far in any direction pretty much like in the center of chicago um going maybe a little bit more towards humble park could be more helpful but like yeah to try and keep it in that area so that it doesn't matter where you're at 
you could still pretty much access the event and I didn't want to put it too far in any direction. And then um, for accessibility, no one's ever discluded from the market. Like um, it doesn't matter how young you are or how old you are, like everyone has like an equal chance to vend and um, the opportunity is there. Like I think my youngest vendor was 14 or 15 and they actually brought a parent there to like kind of supervise for the day. That's amazing. As well as um, the points that you just made now and also going back to earlier when you were talking about um, how you tried to make it also accessible during the pandemic and making it a safe place for people to to come together during, you know, times that we really couldn't. Um, and that was kind of dangerous to be coming together because of just, you know, COVID and, um, you know, just how it spreads. So I really, I really want to commend you for, for just like being able to do that and being able to have that um, as, you know, something that you included within the market. Because I think in the long run, it'll make sure that it is continuously accessible to and for more people in the future. And, you know, we've been talking a little bit about how, um, uh, you know, some of the points for creating Getfly is to not only create for people now, but also for those to come. So that's that's really great um well i would oh go ahead if i could add on to like what you said right now um i am working on a project with my old middle school it was called namaste charter school and it's uh i believe at like 37 37 south polina so around like maybe 37th and ashland area uh excuse me one second Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm working on a project with my um, old middle school to kind of uh, show an even younger generation that there is no age limit to success and to kind of get their mind rolling a bit in the creativity field and entrepreneurial field. And so um, that should be going on this summer, actually. That is amazing. Wow. How did you come up with with that idea or concept or being able to reach out to your to your old school? Uh, yeah, well, when I was young and I um, went to that school, I actually like really enjoyed the farmers markets that would come to our school and they would just sell like fresh produce, like veggies and stuff in our backyard or in our back lot of the school. And, and then I was thinking about that combination in combination with the uh, book fair and maybe clothing drives and seeing how like Get Flea is kind of like a mixture of multiple, uh, multiple various like things. It doesn't have to be just art or just clothes. It, it could be food, it could be um, books and clothes and all of, all of those things. So I was thinking that um, <laughs> at the school, the kids could have a shot at it. And even not, like even if it's not the kids, like it could be the parents and then like the kids are there with them, like the supervising thing that happened uh, at one of my other events so yeah uh, we're still trying to figure out the exact way we'll go about it yeah that's great you should definitely keep us updated with with the process for that as you know our listeners this is a youth run uh radio so our listeners are also of all ages and we would love to uh create or give you that space to amplify your work that you're doing that is really for all ages, whether it's the Get Flea or the market that you are currently working at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are definitely invited when it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. So kind of going back into 
your experiences basically founding the Get Fully Market and hosting it, as well as curating which vendors um, will be there. Can you share some of your favorite success stories from young entrepreneurs who've participated in the market? Yeah, well, I can't choose between like the people who like are reoccurring or the first time vendors. Like I've got good stories on both ends. You can, yeah, you can choose um, maybe one of each if, if that's easiest. Sure. Well, for a reoccurring vendor, I have my friend Lauren who does tooth gems. And that was just so unheard of for me. I was like, what? You can offer like the people who attend the market like tooth gems and accessories of that nature. And um, that was just like so cool when she reached out to me. I was like, of course you can have a spot. And I think I've had her for like a lot of my events because of how niche that um, that practice is. That's awesome. Uh, do you mind kind of sharing uh, maybe their Instagram so we could also plug them? Yeah, the Tooth Gem Instagram is Glow Nails and Gems. G-L-O Nails and Gems. Awesome. So happy to plug them. Yeah. Um, and maybe from your experiences from a new vendor, uh, what what is your favorite success story? I would say just recently at the last um, event at Venue 610, there was a group from SAIC and it was about nine students that all came together to run one booth. And they were able to collectively um, use their space at the school to produce their, their artworks and clothing um, items as well as like sell that all together at the flea market. And it just shows like, you don't have to be like by yourself. You could be in a group of nine people and still like uh, prosper. And you know, it, let's say the spot fee is too much. I've never said no to like someone, uh, people ask me to share spots all the time. And it's like, yeah, of course, like the more the merrier you're, as long as like you're happy, like sharing like one booth, like with your friends, like, you know, go for it. That's awesome. I really like that you were able to to share that piece because um, it's just very ingenious for, you know, the group that you mentioned to kind of use the materials and resources that they had at their school to then, mm -hmm. you know, make artwork that they could come to your market and, you know, sell and come together and do that, which is really, that's really great. That's what all community is all about. That's awesome. Um, as you know, we're talking about your experiences curating the market. Have there, you know, been some unique challenges that you face as an independent flea market organizer? And if there are, how have you overcome them? Yeah, well, starting at 18 years old, there was a lot of um, adults that pretty much did not believe in me. Like when I said I wanted to rent a venue. They just, you know, they gave me looks until the payment was in, you know, they, they really did not believe um, I was doing what I was saying. And so that was kind of uh, a weird thing to deal with as like a young, you know, woman. It, I, I just like wish that people were a little bit more like believing in, in the youth. Um, so that was a weird struggle to face and overcome. And I feel like it's also not the end of that because I am still only 20 years old. 
So as I'm getting venues on Michigan Avenue, they're still likely to come people to underestimate uh, the actual success of the event. That's also a good point to bring up, uh, talking about the DIY space and the DIY scene in Chicago. I feel like a lot of the work being produced and done within the scene is due to, you know, that disbelief from, I guess, the greater society or however you'd like to put it, um, in the ability for, you know, marginalized people, you know, whether it's young people, whether it's um, people from the BIPOC or LGBTQIA communities, there is this, you know, there's this disbelief that, you know, when we are sharing grand dreams or grand plans that we'll actually get through and to doing them. Um, and I think that if that disbelief was really transmuted into support and into encouragement, then all these dreams and plans that we have will, it'll be get done faster, but also, you know, with more community and more, more outreach. Um, so I think that you, you know, you sharing that experience is a really great point and also uh, most likely a big reason why so many people are taking to, um, you know, go entering the DIY scene and really just doing, you know, their plans themselves and working with their own community and resources that they have because there are so many adults, so many people who just like, you're doing that, like what, you know, questioning us instead of, you know, just trying to support us and supporting, you know, our grand plans. So yeah, that's unfortunate, but also um, fortunate for us. We believe in ourselves and you have belie believed in yourself enough to where you got from, you know, the market being held in your backyard to, as you said, to the venue downtown, which is, an um, that's an amazing progression. So congratulations to you as well for not only overcoming those challenges, but, you know, being brave enough to share that that is what you've gone through and experienced, because I'm sure that there are so many um, young people, you know, our ages that are probably going to be faced with the same and hearing this can, you know, be like, yeah, I, you know, Sammy went through it. They, you know, went through it, but also came out better and greater than what people probably thought they would. And, you know, others can do the same. So that's really great for people interested in attending or participating in the Get Flea Market. What's the best way for people to find out more information or to get involved? Uh, I would say the website because it's free and easy to use. It's just www.getflea.market. And right there, you'll find the application, which is free. Uh, you could fill it out at any time. And on the website, there's also an about me and there's uh, some press like from news articles and i'm gonna include uh this radio talk on the press as well right after this um and just yeah there's a whole bunch of information on the website and then for live updates the instagram is the place to go awesome and for people who want to become vendors specifically can you kind of go through that process of what is it like to apply but also is it a fee or how is that yeah um it's free to apply to be a vendor and the the questions are pretty short it just asks like your email and like have you ever vended at an event before questions just to like um 
get to know you a little bit, you know, like about me section to maybe explain, explain what kind of art you want to sell. And then um, if you do get accepted, I usually send an email out or an Instagram DM to double check. And um, usually there's a spot fee. And um, I have had the opportunity to make a lower spot fees before at like our brand markets event, which was um, given to us by the city. We kind of like shut down an entire block for the brand market event and then had the vendors that it was about like a $50 spot fee for that. But other than that, all of our markets are like a $200 flat fee for all vendors. Awesome. So when you were choosing vendors, I'm sure you have so many applicants. Um, how do you go about curating which vendors or, you know, services you would like to be featured in the market? Yeah, I do. I do a nice ratio between clothes, jewelry, art. And if I see any of the those sections are like lacking a bit, I'll try and um, invite some more people from like, let's say the art section, if, if the clothes seem to overbear it a little bit. Uh, yeah. Great. And what do you look for in a potential vendor? I definitely look for first time sellers. That's like my number one priority is to expose as many people to the scene as possible. So if it is your first time, like you're automatically going to get accepted. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. What kind of going off of that and first time vendors and kind of people coming into the scene or just starting to go into entrepreneurship and you know starting their own business, what advice would you give to other young people who are interested in starting their own businesses or even getting involved within the DIY scene? I would tell them to look into the future and then apply that to the present. So dream big, but do it now. Okay, great. Would you like to elaborate a bit on that and how maybe that has helped you on your own journey? Uh, yeah. Well, my dream three years ago was to have an event as big as Lollapalooza and have it on um, Grant Park, you know, in Millennium Park. And so for the last event, having it on uh, pretty much on Grant Park, except in a building overlooking the park, I felt like I had dreamed so big that maybe I couldn't even dream bigger at that point because I had applied it to the now. And so now, <laughs> for the first time, I'm having to think even bigger because I applied that uh, statement that I just recommended. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's that's such like a success story to hear again. And, you know, hearing um, that you just went to the venue. I'm sorry. Can you remind me the venue name again? It was called Venue 610. Yeah, Venue 610, which is right on Michigan Avenue, right by Millennium Park, as you said. Um, hearing that you were able to, do, you know, again, go from your backyard to this amazing venue on Michigan Avenue. Um, what is your hope? Um, what are some hopes that you have for Get Flea in terms of where you might be going next or where you can be hosted at next? Yeah, I'd say hitting a few more like downtown buildings, skyscrapers or let's say it's Navy Pier or Millennium Park, just kind of keeping it in that range. I really want to try not to go national in the sense of I want to keep this 
um, as accessible for the Chicago community as possible. And if I were to spread my uh, my availability in Chicago thinner, I, I don't think I'd be comfortable with that because I want to give the people of Chicago as much opportunity. Yeah, so you were saying that you'd like to give um, as much as opportunity to people within Chicago as much as you can. Um, do you see the Get Flea Market kind of um, evolving from just a market to maybe, you know, as you said, a Lollapalooza-like event? Or, you know, how would you, um, you know, what are, if we can talk now or even uh, dream now, like what are, you know, some next steps for for growing um, Get Flea for you? I could see that Lollapalooza scale or let's say Taste of Chicago scale happening. I have seen in the news actually though that there is um, an overbooking for Millennium Park. So <laughs> that I may not be able to squeeze in for a couple of years, but I would start planning that now, honestly, and start kind of collecting the vendors that are willing to participate. Um, now and maybe have them, you know, vend at a couple of my markets before going to that scale so they have an understanding of what to do on an even larger scale. Yeah, that's that's a really great plan. And wow, I didn't know that about Millennium Park where <laughs> the city's going to definitely be bu busy for a minute. Um, talking about building and trying to build community for the market, but also for yourself. How do you go about, um, you know, outreach and building that community around the market? Yeah, well, the way that I did it um, kind of at the beginning, I did this fashion photo shoot pretty much where inv I invited pretty much complete strangers to a photo mm -hmm. shoot. We all came together and um kind of just like met for the first time but also like embarked on this uh photo shoot and like uh slash video shoot and then i made that like my post for to apply i was like apply to get flea market and then it's just like us hanging out and we're just like complete strangers you know but it looks like we've like created a community within those like few hours that we were together and we did so that was like a unique way that I outreached um, people. That's really cool. I know it could be kind of scary to meet new people, but that to hear that that came out successfully is really awesome. And also, you know, gives an idea to more people to kind of be open to, to meeting new people within the city who are, you know, interested in doing the same thing. Um, potentially building those really great relationships or just networking in general. I've seen a lot of success from people just kind of DMing people with similar interests and just kind of starting up that network like you were talking about. Would you uh, want to elaborate on maybe a few tips that you would want to give to people who are trying to build their network in that way? I would say, of course, go to as many events as possible from people with similar interests. And if you don't know what those events are, then yeah, maybe just DM uh, any any sort of page that has a similar interest to you, and maybe they will have like recommendations uh, alongside your interests. Great. And I think I uh, forgot to ask a bit earlier, but if you'd like to share maybe some highlights from your most recent market that was held on February 26th, that would be amazing. 
the whole thing was a blast, of course. Um, honestly, just being able to both overlook the city, the skyscrapers, look at Grand Park, and then turn around and walk back into this beautiful get flea market and all of the vendors just kind of being so happy and all the people who came to join everyone everyone just seemed so happy and like everyone was there who was there was meant to be there and it was just like a great time no matter like what time of the day you came it, it was just like a beautiful place to be at okay great and for people wanting to keep in touch with you, you did mention the website. Where can we find you on social media? Yeah, well, Instagram, and I also have email. Uh, if you want my personal Instagram, I, it's in the bio for Get Flea Market. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so one of our last questions uh, that I'd like to ask would be, what are some of your future goals, whether it's for flea market or for the get flea market, um, but also within your own career as an entrepreneur and curator? Yeah, well, today I just did an interview to be an event plan, not an event planner, I'm sorry, to be uh, just like a, a floor manager for the, that event space that we uh that we just did the event at. And so I kind of went to see the backbone of an actual like organization to like pretty much just learn from like an already like existing building. No, that's cool. How Gut Flea is really giving you these avenues to evolve your own career. Like really being able to go to the venue and then potentially being able to work there. That's a really amazing opportunity. Um, can you speak to a bit how maybe hands-on learning has kind of allowed you to to reach those, you know, those potential opportunities? How um, maybe a bit about how, you know, you learning through founding Getfly is able, is helping you to build those skills that you can build upon for future opportunities? Yeah, it's pretty beautiful that you can be an entrepreneur in this in this society be able to start your own sort of business and run it yourself and have that be credible reason to have an employer like see you and look at your resume and know that like you did that all of your all yourself and pretty much anyone can do this not specifically like do get flea market but anyone can be their own entrepreneur and put that on their resume and that is actual credible work when an employer is looking at at your resume mm -hmm. I, I i could speak from my own um experiences of kind of starting maybe you know my own thing and maybe being fearful of like you know will employers see this as legit because it's just me doing it but hearing you say that gives a bit more hope to you know, if people want to go out and and create on their own, start businesses on their own, I think um, instead of seeing it as, will I be seen as legit, we should kind of change that mentality into seeing, into to being, I'm doing this on my own. That makes me, you know, maybe even more of a, um, how you say, like more eligible for this job or position or for, um, you know, an advance in my career because I've had the initiative 
to to do this on my own and to learn new skills. Um, can you speak to maybe just real quick about some skills that you've had to learn or that you didn't even realize that you were learning as you were hosting and founding the Getfly Market? Yeah, I didn't realize that I was a floor manager, you know? I, I didn't realize that running the event was not only the back end of things, but it was also on the day of having to, you know, have a, I think it's called like consumer customer relations and kind of be face to face with both customers and, and the vendor. So that's pretty much like three different jobs all combined into one thing. So I guess I realized that I could maybe, you know, um, hire more people to actually be involved with the market and have them kind of do the jobs for the day of while whilst I do like the back end of things. And those opportunities did come and I did hire people for the day of. And it's it's beautiful to see see the market expanding in that way. That's awesome. And for, you know, kind of if even people want to get involved in working with the Getfully of not as a vendor, but helping you, you know, put on events, is that kind of an opportunity that you are um, looking for more people for, or how can people maybe go about reaching out to you for that opportunity? Currently on the Getfly Instagram, just a simple DM, like saying whether or not you want to volunteer or have a legitimate job, I'm open to any conversation within that field. And then um, I think I'll add maybe like this weekend, I'll add it to my to the website about if you want to volunteer or just like get involved. Um, I'll probably put up an application for that as well. Awesome. That's so great. That's so great to hear that this is also a way that you're not just creating spaces for vendors, but even helping with the job market in Chicago for younger people. Yeah, I think it's time time to expand in that sense. It definitely is. And I think working with the Gap Flea Market would probably be like an amazing opportunity for anybody, especially because it is very um, young people focused and centered. Yeah. Um, for, you know, this has been an amazing, amazing interview. I'm really grateful that you were able to, to make time to speak to us about your experiences um, and just you know, your experiences as an entrepreneur and an artist, but also working to create these spaces for other entrepreneurs and artists um, who are young in Chicago. I'm really looking forward to hearing more about the Get Flea Market, more about your journey, you know, growing the Get Flea Market and, and other markets that you have in your, you know, in your mind and are working towards now. Um, I'm really, really happy that we were able to do this interview today. Um, and if there's anything else you would like to share about yourself or even the Get Flea Market, please never hesitate to um, to even reach out to us and we can make sure that we amplify that as well. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Is there any, you know, anything else you would like to say um, or just like amplify today? Thank you for having me on the show. It was a wonderful time speaking with you. Great opportunity. Thank you again so much, Sammy. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for the interview and wishing you and the Get Flea Market the best. Thanks. You too. <laughs>